0: What's up, my beautiful disabled disciples, and happy Veterans Day to all who have fought and died for this American country. Today is Thursday, November 11th, 2021. Today we are going to talk about friends and enemies. Coming right up on Handy Left. Hello, everyone. This is the Reverend Jordan Schrader. I want to welcome y'all to Handy Slept. It's so good to be with each and every one of you. You know, there are just some days where you don't want to get up in the morning. There are some days where you just don't want to do all of your responsibilities. And I have a therapist. I love my therapist. He's a cool guy. Christian Counselor as one of his... Uh, professions and he is a uh, cognitive behavioral therapist to be more specific and um, he's a great guy. He helps me through a lot of things. He helps me talk through a lot of different things just so I don't take things out on the wrong people. You know what I mean? That's kind of my biggest thing about therapy. Uh, Behavioral therapy however you want to label it, mental health therapy, because it really helps you process everything in a healthy manner without or to kind of lessen the chances of you lashing out on someone or uh, taking your anger and frustrations and baggage out on the wrong person. And no one wants to do that because then you hurt someone and you constrain relationships and, uh, you know, you say things that you regret later on. And, I mean, either way, we're going to say and and do things that we will eventually regret in life. It's inevitable. But, you know, when I think about all the blessings and hardships of disability, one thing I always think back to one thing I'm always processing is the conflict and the concept of being a disabled person and understanding friends and enemies. There's a, sometimes there's a very thick wall in between that. Other times there's a very thin line in between that because, um, w- at least in my experience, I'll use my experience as an example, and that's um, when you are blessed with the right people in your life, not many people are, it's very rare nowadays, but when you are blessed with the right people in your life, it makes a difference. It makes a difference on your worldview, on your existentialism and how you perceive yourself having a good life, how you look at yourself and how you see the world and everything around you. It can make all the difference in the world in the people that are in their life with the people that are in your life. And so that's that's why I really encourage everyone to count those in your life who have helped you, people who encourage you, people who support you. Again, I bring my heart out to all those who do not have that opportunity. Having the right number and the right number of special friends, genuine relationships, in your life that's truly a miracle i would say because nowadays it's all about you know trust no one never give your full confidence and confidence to anyone and so you have to really thickle through and filter out who is a genuine person in my life What is a genuine relationship? You know, it's simply that there's someone you can talk to about everything. You know, you got your um, friends that you can talk with at school. You got your friends that you can talk with at work. You know, and you talk about school stuff and you talk about work stuff. Or you got your church friends or your club friends, your bar friends. You know what I'm saying. You have your friends that, um, as my youth pastor once said it, as your uh, associates or your friends or your acquaintances that you compartmentalize. You know, you can only talk with them about certain special interest things. Most of the time it's the venue um, of your environment. Like again, work, school, whatever. And so rarely nowadays, especially because of how vast networking and social media and trust has changed so much with interpersonal relationships and interpersonal interactions. It's what is a real friend? Again, this goes back to just that friend that you can actually bond with intimately. That you can open up with and share with completely absent of judgment. And if there is judgment, it's for the better of your relationship to help bring clarity to a problem you may be having, to help bring counsel, and most of the time to help bring a listening ear. Most of the time, that's just what it is. And you know, I've been blessed to have, again, just the right kinds of friends in that regard but now let's talk about the part that's a conflict and that is enemies now a lot of times we are going to try our best to not make enemies we wanna you know just please those and to make peace you know um nobody really likes confrontation per se but a lot of people like to be the confronter. And so that's where you get the problem in this regard with being a disabled person, at least in my experience, because the part that's really tricky is that because we need help with everything almost, especially those who have muscular dystrophy, that we need help with everything and that it's hard to It's almost kind of funny in a way. It's hard to argue with someone and fight with someone and just, you know, have a big, old, good old-fashioned fight, you know? And just let it out. It's hard because then two minutes later, we're like, okay, but now can you scratch my head? Or now can you hand me something? Can you give me water? Or can you help me go poop? You know, it's like, it's so conflicting and it's it's almost funny. It's, like, it's hilarious I think. Because uh, like, that's a way of dealing with it but it's hard because there's so much like there's so much locked in tension that you can have. You know you're trying to f- correct someone carefully because it's that old saying of don't bite the hand that feeds. Don't snip at it you know and it's very true but it's that just a ruse for People to not allow you to express your frustrations or, you know, your human emotions. Like, it's okay for us to get mad. You know, some have said that, like, disabled people should be 110% grateful all day, all the time. And that we should never get upset at those who are helping us because, well, they're helping us, you know, and it almost becomes, like, I don't say gaslighting, but it almost becomes a form of, like, that kind of psychology where uh, we feel guilty all the time of needing something or um, we, it increases our guilt of being so helpless. Because in many ways that people do not see, we are because it's difficult to fight or it's difficult to verbally and aggressively, verbally, I don't know how to put that in the right adverb, but to aggressively dictate your needs and your frustrations or your corrections upon the performance of another. So, like, say you want to fight with a parent or you want to fight with a friend. And it's hard because they help us. We are so heavily reliant on their presence and their uh, support and competency, you know? It's like without your help or with you, you couldn't do anything, you know? Like I'm sure very well that we get super demanding and they want to walk off and tell us to go to help or tell us to uh, just zip it and just shut up and that they need a break because sometimes, you know, we're human, we're gonna get very demanding, we're gonna get frustrated, we're gonna get to the point of telling people that we are frustrated and our needs are not being met because the one helping us is not doing a good enough job or they are performing under, they are performing subpar of our expectations, you know? This is the psychology talking, but maybe in part we can be the problem, again, partially, because sometimes we don't always think about people that are helping us. You know, I've been guilty of that myself, where I just see someone that's with me as an extra pair of hands to help me with whatever kind of physical labor that is required in the area that I am. And so it gets hard not to think that, you know. It'd be nice if artificial intelligence was at the point of imitating human behavior for the sole purpose of achieving uh, self-directed supports, you know, uh, as we call it in the disabled world for the um, like a AI caregivers that can do literally any kind of physical imitation or physical manipulation that we need to live quality lives. You know, if, and this did every command we said accurate to our preferences. That just did everything the way we see fit. And we are not there quite yet. So we have to deal with the imperfect people of the world Who have faults and weaknesses and impairments Oh, the humanity It sucks, right? No, it's just It's difficult It really is Because how do you ask for help when someone frustrates you so much? Or how do you get so angry at someone who helps you uh, willy-nilly? Well, it's very easy to get mad at someone who helps you with everything because sometimes you just want to do it yourself. It doesn't matter how used you get to it or how accustomed you get to caregiving or for those to help you or how helpless you feel. It doesn't matter how uh, needful you become because you have every right to fully express your frustrations to whoever is helping you, but do so in a careful manner. Don't lash out at them. They are helping you, and they're willing to help you. And choose your words wisely, of course. And remember, everyone could be willing to help you, but you need to be willing to cooperate with them as well. State what you need, but do so in a gentle Spirit, You know, I understand that it's very easy to get frustrated about those who are caring for you. Frustrated about, maybe, let's say, complacency. Maybe about your routine. You're frustrated about the way people do things, the way your life is going. And, you know, it's very easy to hurt the people that are closest to you it happens all the time and so it kind of comes to a point and all this and when do you become authentic when is it too are you too nice do you feel like you're being fake that becomes a difficult scenario a difficult situation because Oftentimes it's a question of how do you be real and authentic with someone without getting your anger emotions, your feelings of fear getting in the way of your caregiving. Because, you know, you don't want to cut bridges or burn bridges. It's the last thing you want to do. And it's very stressful because... If you're too nice, then you don't get to express yourself. What I mean by that is, if you're too nice and you don't use your backbone and share what you're feeling, you feel dismissed or disregarded. But if you do say what you're feeling, you know, sometimes we don't watch ourselves and then can come out the wrong way, then we're scolded for it. It's very difficult when you're So dependent on others. We've talked about this many times on the show, that dependency. But it's all ties to when you're making friends and making enemies. You know, there have been people in my own life who I may have at the time seen as my enemy or maybe maybe a more appropriate term would be a rival. Someone that you're cordial with, but you, you know, maybe don't really care for them. Or, yeah, have like, you know, it's like a friendly rivalry where uh, you just have every irk in your body to see them defeated, uh, to see them put down, to put in your position. You know, there have been times as well when I I feel weird saying this, but... I don't know if I prayed for it, but I've definitely thought about it in my thoughts or in my thoughtful conversations with God and other times when... Uh, if there was someone I really didn't like or if there was, like, another man I really didn't like, I would think to myself, God, if you could just get this person to be really hurt if this person could be hurt and broken to the point of great physical paralysis. You know, it's kind of like the thing of like, God, if you can just give this person the pain that I've felt all my life, if only for a brief moment, then maybe things would be different. Or maybe that's just me verbalizing and vocalizing a form of vengeance or revenge. You know, it's very human to want to bring revenge and mutual pain, if not more pain, the people who we feel have wronged us, the people who have crossed us, the people who have misjudged us, those who have just taken away things in our lives that we really wanted. Or maybe they took away a person in your life, someone you really loved, someone you wanted with all your heart. And this person took them away with ease, whether it's into relation, or maybe they took their life. You know, it's kind of like that uh, that song by uh, the 70s band, Bread, uh, Everything I Own. There's a lyric in the song that goes, is there someone that you know, someone that you may have taken for granted. You may lose them someday. Someone takes them away. It's that kind of song where you really think about how to put into perspective all the people in your life, all the ones around you who you try to hang on to. And that's really, at the end of the day, the best thing you can do is be grateful for those around you. Now, I know I talked about that earlier, but I don't mean, so I don't mean that in a demeaning manner or in the sense of like, I'm not trying to patronize anyone or talk down anyone like that, but it really is one of the best advice that I heard and that I'm forwarding to everyone else. And that just, the people that do want to help you graciously give them grace and give them love because they're helping you with the most mundane things to some or to many and they're helping us achieve our goals. No matter how big or small that goal may be, they're helping you live your life. And it's really hard to be under, maybe it's mental abuse or a kind of abuse of feeling bad or when they make you feel bad. Or make you feel like a burden for asking for help. That's a tough situation. But there comes a time when you have to figure out when to be compliant and to be thankful and graceful and when to stand up for yourself. And sometimes standing up being standing up for yourself can be endangering. Like you're in a situation where your dependency is can be life effective, you know what I mean? Where the sense of your life is so dependent on the right, the the caregivers or whoever is helping you that you just have just such great fear in them because you fear any kind of moment where you step out of line, then you are breaking like a code with them, then you are going to get punished for it. It's that fear that holds us back a lot. But if you're in a situation where someone is helping you, be grateful because you're helping them in ways you don't even know. If you're going through a struggle, reach out for help. If it's difficult for you, to find a way. Find a way to find someone who will help you in a very difficult situation, whether it's friends or even your enemies, find a way to build those bridges, not burn them. Let's pray together. Dear Lord God, I thank you so much. For everyone who is listening, Lord, Lord, some of us have friends, others have enemies. And sometimes it's hard to tell who is who Sometimes we make it ourselves. Sometimes we don't know how to ask for help because of fear of feeling like a burden. Sometimes we fear asking for our voice to be heard or that we sometimes f- uh, fight the hand that feeds or, and try to bite the hand that feeds because we're frustrated or we're, and we're angry. Help all of us to have grace. In that area, Lord. Help all of us who struggle to make friends but have enemies. Help us who are struggling with those who are hurting us or who we are hurting. Oh, God, help us to be authentic, real, and honest and transparent. God, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen thank you everyone for listening to episode 45 of handy slept i am your host reverend jordan schrader stay safe take care and as always stay classy and god bless